and good morning, Hoosier fans, and welcome to another aggravating edition of Hoosier Morning After. This is Hoosier Morning After Ohio State. I'm your host, Chad Schwartzkopf. Yesterday afternoon, your Indiana Hoosiers, our Indiana Hoosiers, go on to lose to Ohio State 78-59 to in a, in a game that really got away from the Hoosiers from the start. Uh, Ohio State goes on a 19-0 run to start the game. Uh, battled back decently in the first half when it kind of looked very hopeless. At least bring it within 10. Got it to single digits. That's kind of what you wanted. You kind of wanted to feel like we still had a chance in this game. Like we still could pull out some random heroics at one point. Um, and... They kind of made me feel a little bit better going into half. I wasn't as frustrated. Um, I felt like, and, and it's horrible to feel this way because this is not a way to feel about your team, but okay, we, we don't start well. We don't play well at the beginning. Um, our star player doesn't show up at the beginning of games either, but he turns it on in the second half. We'll be fine. We'll get going. Something will happen. We could still have a chance at this. And for a moment, we did, actually. Um, we had uh, Lander in there, and there was a great play, probably the best play of the game, and hopefully a window into next year. And again, I'm, I'm flip of a coin if Trace Jackson stays or goes. I still think it's a flip of a coin. But anyways, if he's here next year, uh, we see a little glimpse of, of, of the types of plays that can happen as we get Christian's confidence up better, as he plays a little bit better, gets a little more play time, and his patience on offense. Um, and I don't mean patience in the way that... Uh, patience, but with urgency. It's, it's weird to say that because I think... The rest of our guards, at a lot of times, have too much patience. Rob, I think, has too much patience, where he's not, but he's not being aggressive. He's not looking to score. He's just kind of, it's small little probes towards the basket, where I feel like Christian probes a lot harder towards the basket and looking to score and, and, and has vision to try to score, um, not only with himself, but uh, by, with another player. He's, he's looking to get the ball into Trace Jackson Davis, uh, curl around, drive and kick. He's he's looking for those types of plays more aggressively than I do see from other guards. And the patience came into play when they had a nice two-man game and tried to take the screen, tried to tried to roll, didn't happen, reset, tried it again, and it worked that time. So it, it's great to see that two-man game that they can do together. And that was even at a great time because that, that knocked the lead down to five, I think, the closest the game ever was. And felt really hopeful at that point that, okay, this could be it. This could be the, t the point where um, IU gets going and we have a chance here to win it. But then we string together a few more turnovers out of that, and that pretty much was the game from there. 
finished with 15 turnovers. Anytime we've had over 12, we haven't won. I don't think. I mean, I could go back, but to me, it's those turnovers. It's three things again for me. Turnovers, missed bunnies, or a couple missed shots that were easy shots. But the biggest glaring one for me and was what you saw at the beginning of the first half was rebounds. IU finishes with 28 rebounds to Ohio State's 36. And what that translates to, especially on on offensive side for them, is 20 points off of second chance baskets. You're not going to win games if you're not getting some of those rebounds and getting going. Uh, The numbers overall, again, they, they, they look good for Trace Jackson Davis, or decent enough for Trace Jackson Davis in the end of the game, 23 points and uh, nine rebounds. But what doesn't look good is if, if you just watched. I mean, if any of you heard those stats and didn't know, if I told you those stats, uh, you'd probably be surprised. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised by it because you, you didn't see the play like that. I, I in, in the post-game show, they talked to Archie about the slow starts and everything and mentioned that Trace knows that knows that he, he's a slow starter and that he has to kind of feel out the game and everything. And I think there it is. It's in his head. And I think a lot of the players are in their heads as well. Um, if we need a sports psychologist, if it's all this stuff with COVID and how the year is very different, but I don't know. Maybe maybe you look to that when you're when you're thinking about the inconsistencies of this team. When you think of how they can play so well in some games and they play so bad in other games, how they can look so disheveled. Um, Rob being chief among those. Uh, in this game, we see him do that great drive to the basket, put his head down, and, and I'm going to the basket. And he goes in there, and he gets a great layup. But he does that once. And he doesn't look to that again. Doesn't even look to that and get fouled. It's it's aggravating. Like, what what, why, what was different that one time? Was Were things so drastically different? Did Ohio State do something so drastically different in that one play, that one possession that allowed you to go to the basket? Probably not. Probably not something that drastic. And, I mean, Rob struggled again. I think Archie was was digging to try to find since a lot of the ball handlers, uh, Rob and, and uh, Christian, I mean, Christian tried in there. Um, Al got the ball and had to, had to run the offense a little bit here and there. And again, that, I don't think that's Rob's game, or excuse me, Al's game. It's to play uh, on the ball. He's more off the ball shooter. He does well in that. I mean, Armand um, struggled as well. Again, Rob, I just Al and Armand had a really good game against Northwestern. And maybe they're tired. Maybe their legs weren't there. I mean, 
You play a game that goes late and goes into double overtime. You have to fly home. You get late. Really, they probably got home very late in the morning or early in the morning, I should say, late in the evening. And then you have two, maybe three days at home. And you're practicing rehabbing as much as you can. And then you're turning around and traveling again to get to Ohio State by Saturday. That's that turnaround. Maybe that's maybe that has something to do with it. But uh, just bad job taking care of the ball. You do that, you take care of the ball, you get more of those rebounds, and despite the poor play personally by a few guys, IU would be in that game a lot more. Again, I, I believe the final score tells a lot more than it should and says a lot more than it should because uh, they definitely gave up towards the end, the last four or five minutes. Uh, Indiana wasn't fighting at that point. Um, Jerome Hunter got in there and did some decent decent things. Uh, he was kind of a good spark in the first half. Here's a frustration as well, and you saw Twitter light up as well. Jordan or uh, Jerome goes in there and ha- has a good, good couple of sequences, makes a three, and we're rolling. And then Archie takes him out. Why do you take him out? <laughs> he was, he was the only spark on the court at that point. He's the only one looking to score, looking to do good things, and he gets taken out. Um, not a good recipe in this game at all. Uh, numbers again, as I said, don't look, don't look good from it as well. Free throws, missing free throws again, 54% from free throws, uh, points in the paint were okay. But again, I just want to see that fire. Maybe we need WAP failure. Can WAP failure start being a manager, maybe, of the team or something? Because, you know, you've seen that great head uh, highlight from the football season where he's over there punching the the players on the, on the uh, defensive side, I think it was, getting them fired up for the game and getting them going. Do we need that? Who Does he maybe need to teach a class to Trey Galloway? Maybe that's Trey Galloway. Of how to get your teammates fired up, get the guys going, get the guys on edge, get them feeling surly before the game. Um, I mean, I I would rather see them coming out with fire in their pants at the beginning of the game and missing shots than than what you're seeing now, the tentative. Uh, and again, maybe this was the perfect storm game because they're tired coming off that game. I'm, I don't know. I hate to feel like I'm making excuses, but, uh, these are circumstances that could be, they're tired coming off that game. Again, Ohio state is, is a good team. Probably the, the best team right now in the big 10 easily. I'd say probably, probably fairly easily. I mean, Illinois maybe gives them a run. 
head-to-head. I think they, they easily can handle Iowa, but uh, they're a good team. And, and I think it's just frustrating because you see that this Indiana team, when you get a few guys playing well and one playing best, their best, you see glimpses where we could beat a team like this. And to me, that's more frustrating than going in there and losing just because, well, they're a better team. They're a better team. And I do believe they're a better team overall. But I do believe that Indiana has the potential to have a good game, a good shutdown game on defense and a good offensive game by two guys. It's kind of what you need, two, three guys, and can beat a team like this. Um, so, yeah, again, just IU starts a little bit better. IU feels a little aggressive starting the game. Uh, you get one of the guards to show up and do a good job. And this game just feels a lot more competitive than it was. And uh, that's all I want to agonize about that. Um, coming up, Indiana has Minnesota at home. It's the Wednesday game at 9 p.m. That game they need to win. They should win. Uh, then they have Michigan State. Michigan State has struggled this year, but they're coming on here towards the end of the season. So uh, that's at home again, too. Hopefully the guys get rested and well, have some have a stretch to be able to be here at home and get better. And uh, here's, here's the chance. Here's, here's where we see this pattern for this team. We've had a dip down now. Now let's see what the response is. So, yeah, what do, what does this team want to do moving forward? What do they want to do? How do they respond? How's the coaching staff respond? Um, we shall see. That will do it on this edition of Hoosier Morning After. Thanks for watching. Please like and subscribe to this video. Video. Also hit the notification bell, then you will know when we go live. Please. Follow me on Twitter at General Chadwick. There you can find out information about the show. And I tweet out the link to this show right before. And also let you know when I get it up on the other podcast platforms. Special thanks to friend and high school, fellow high school grad Bob Thompson for producing the music you hear on the show. That'll do it for this show, guys. We'll see you again the next morning after the game. Until then, have a wonderful day and go Hoosiers.